So we're talking about that. And then she was asking me how old I was when I got pregnant with her and with her brother and like all these questions we were all down memory lane. And like the weirdo that I am, I still have the positive pregnancy test from when I got pregnant with both of them. And then I just had that moment where I was like, hey, take this, hold it this way and walk into give it to your dad. <laughs> Sorry, this is probably one of those stories of like you had to be there and it's not actually even fucking funny to you. But if you could have seen his face when she walked in with that fucking pregnancy test. What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the Just Realized podcast. It's your girl, Katie. And I'm here with, I think, my favorite fucking episode on the pod the monthly roundup of all of the things. So like, I, of course, I gave it a convoluted name, the self-love style edit. I think I've been doing this for what, since December or definitely all of 2021. But this is my favorite episode because it's my monthly roundup of all the things that like I'm doing, that I'm loving, the tools I'm using to stay grounded, tips, tricks, habits, all the things. Because that's what I fucking love about podcasting is just like learning new shit from people, right? People that I like, my podcasting BFFs, you know, in the podcasting world, we're all friends. You don't know a stranger. So that's why I love this episode so much. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to share like all the things, what I got coming up in the month of August. I mean, holy fucking shit. I can't believe it's August. Um... Yeah, who's going to be on the podcast this month, things I'm leaning into. I usually do goals, but today's episode, I think is going to be rooted in habits because that's my new kick. I always got a new kick. Um, I'm going to share like things that have been working for me, mantras, books, quotes, um, just life stuff. I have some funny shit about style I want to talk about towards the end of the pod. And yeah, are you ready? Let's do this. I love this episode. First, though, I want to start with just a funny little like where I'm at in time moment. So I usually record my podcast really, really close to the release date. I would say it's because I want it to be as authentic as humanly possible, which I do. But let's be fucking real. Um, it's because I'm busy. And I always say I'm going to record it on a certain day. And I always wait to the very last fucking second, which is a habit in and of itself. But anyways, so this podcast is going to air Monday and we're going to be on family vacation. And I cannot wait. And I'm so pumped to be recording today because all my cycle synchros are out there. I just entered into like spring. So that big energy that comes or feels really big after your period is over and you start to like get all your energy back. So I'm like prime time, ready to go, goofy as fuck. Like, let's go. Super talkative. I'm so pumped. I got a happy hour today with some business friends. It's really just Taco Tuesday and I'm feeling really good. Most of that energy I really think is because of family vacation coming up and we haven't had one. And it feels like fucking forever because my husband is in IT. And let me just tell you, any of my friends out there who are in IT or partners are in IT, y'all know the fucking drill. That shit will fuck you up constantly. Nothing breaks during the day. It only breaks in the middle of the night or on vacation. So I have really fucking high hopes for this vacation because the last two um, have just like totally got 
I'm going to actually stop talking about it now because I just realized I don't want to fucking bring it into the universe. So anyways, I'm really pumped about vacation, but I have to start with like this funny little thing. So my daughter and I pulled like a little practical joke on my husband and it was the funniest fucking five minutes of my life and it brought me so much joy. And the funny part to this is just the other day, him and I were walking and like we've been, we go on long walks all the fucking time. So we talk about all kinds of shit. And we were just talking about practical jokes. And I was just telling him, I had a friend when I was little that loved practical jokes. And I fucking hate practical jokes. And I was just bitching to him. Like, not even bitching. I was just saying, like, I hate practical jokes. Like, who the fuck has time for that? I literally don't have time for that. And I love comedy. I love all things funny. Like, laughing is such an important part of life to me. Like, I value it so much. It's my like default mechanism when I'm nervous is to crack jokes or try to be funny and things like that. Like I fucking love it. It's how I deal with whatever. But I hate practical jokes, right? So we had this whole conversation about it and I was joking and I was like, maybe it's because she's the only fucking child. And so she didn't have anything better to do because me being the oldest, I always talk shit about how I had to babysit my brother and sister, even though now like my son's totally living that life. Sorry, Landon. But anyways, so we had this whole conversation and I was just like, yeah, I don't identify as a practical joker. Like, in fact, I just don't like it. But that's also really because I get scared easily. And people know that about me. Like when I worked in the office and things like that, people would come up behind me and like they just talk. I would literally jump out of my fucking skin, right? So anyways, this morning, my daughter came in and I've really been trying to just like slow down and trust that I'm not like following some rigid fucking timeline in certain moments that like my whole world won't explode. And that's hard for me, right? Because I I love to get shit done. I love the feeling of being um, productive. Like I love it. And I'm constantly battling like that flow between being super productive, action taking and enjoying the little moments because when I'm in that space, I can like miss all the moments. So longest fucking intro ever. I haven't even gotten to the good part. So her and I, she comes in the bathroom. I'm doing my makeup. We're sitting in the chair. Like just imagine yourself, close your eyes. I'm painting a picture for you. We're sitting in this old rocking chair that's in my bedroom and I'm rocking her like she's a baby because she loves the idea of being a baby because she says growing up it's not fun <laughs> and I mean like amen sister for you to have that fucking insight at eight but anyway so we're working on that right both of us because it makes me feel more playful and so I was just rocking her in a moment and I was like hey you know this is a rocking chair that Nana gave me when I was pregnant with your brother because it's a rocking chair that her parents gave her when she was pregnant with me right like this rocking chair is 40 years old and like how cool is that and like I keep it in my bedroom and I have cute little pillows on it all the things right but virtually never use it and it becomes part of the background so we're talking about that and then she was asking me how old I was when I got pregnant with her and with her brother and like all these questions we were all down memory lane and like the weirdo that I am I still have the positive pregnancy test from when I got pregnant with both of them and you can probably already imagine where this is going so I asked her, did she want to see them or some like how it came up? And I was like, here, look at this, right? I still have them in my jewelry box. And we're looking at them. And in true like second kid fashion, I have the dates that I found out written on the back of both of them. And then on my son, I have like his name written on it. And on hers, I don't, right? Because like you don't do the same shit with the second kid. So of course, she's like, why isn't my name on it? And so we took that one and we wrote her name on the back of it. And um, 
like just having this moment of like, oh, it's so cute. It's so special, whatever. Like, you you know, like, I, and then there's a part of me that's also like, I can't believe I've saved this for eight, nine years and his for like 12 or 13. And then I just had that moment where I was like, hey, take this, hold it this way and walk into, give it to your dad. <laughs> Sorry, this is probably one of those stories of like you had to be there and it's not actually even fucking funny to you. And it probably does not translate good on a podcast. But if you could have seen his face when she walked in with that fucking pregnancy test. And the best part is, and like everyone listening, maybe like I was wondering, like, is he going to realize like my period literally just stopped like two days ago? There's no fucking way I could know that I was pregnant in the traditional sense of things, right? So it was just funny as shit for me. And I literally was crying because I was laughing so hard. And I was like, that's why people like practical jokes. Oh my God, it was so funny to me. And you're again, probably like, Katie, this is not funny. But just his face was fucking priceless. And it was funny. And anyways, so that's what you can do with those leftover pregnancy tests that you've saved because you're being overly sentimental. And I guess it's even more funny to me because I'm an opposite of a hoarder and like I don't save anything. So like to have these couple random things that I do save, um, it's just funny. Anyways, side note, put that fucking 10 minute podcast intro into a bucket, but I just thought it was fucking funny. Um, so self-love style edits. Uh, yeah, so today's episode is brought to you by uh, me. And let's talk about what the fuck's going on. So ladies, if you enjoy this podcast and the funny fucking stories that I'm telling that you're like aren't actually funny, please go leave me a review, share it with a girlfriend or whatever. I really see this podcast is a space for women to show up collaborate, learn, share, grow, safe, be vulnerable, right? Like I'm constantly coming on here being vulnerable and spilling my guts. I'm always like every other episode bringing on guests who I think are amazing and doing the same. So create your community and share things when they feel good to you too. So if you feel called, I'd love it. If you'd share, appreciate it. It would mean the fucking world to me. It really, really does. Also fun, big announcement that I'm super excited about is virtual VIP days. So in September, when the kids go back to school, actually I'm starting late August um, with some beta testing, but when the kids go back to school, I'm going to launch virtual VIP days because September is new new year. I love that time of year. I can already feel myself getting excited for that time of year. I always get motivation to work out when the summer's over. I don't know why I always do. Speaking of having kids, every time I've tried, quote unquote, tried, that's such a long story in and of itself. But when I decided that I was ready to have kids and try was in September. Every time I'm ready to like make big life changes, it feels like it always comes in September. So I'm going to start offering virtual VIP days where basically I'm taking my two-month program, my lifestyle package program, boiling it down to a whole VIP day with yours truly, one-on-one. Let's get vulnerable. Let's get real. And let's have some fucking fun. And go through and spend a whole day like pampering yourself and going through your style. And you get a whole day with yours truly, yes, I said VIP, virtual. 
And it sounds like a lot, but I promise that I'm going to make it fun. We'll take lots of breaks. We'll work in some fun mindfulness stuff. We'll move our bodies. We'll meditate. We'll talk about style. We'll do all of the things. This is why I'm going to beta test it with a couple people. So to make sure it's fucking as awesome as I want it to be and learn. So anyways, that's coming. So if you're excited about that, like mark it down. I don't know when I come back from vacation. I'm going to like really get started on it and I'm so excited. I think it's going to be great. I think it's great for someone who's in this transition phase and they want something and they want to do something for themselves. They want to invest the time and the money and the energy in themselves and feeling amazing. Then this is for you, boo. Like it's going to be so fun. So anyways, that's really me celebrating myself and honoring myself and letting you guys know that this is coming and it feels scary to say it out loud, but I think it's going to be awesome. And if it's not awesome, then guess what? Learn and move on. But it's going to be awesome because I know it is. So all that said, this month on the pond, the month of August, I have some amazing episodes planned for you. I actually do have a plan (laughs) and I have some guest interviews The first one I'm so pumped about, I am starting to expand my community. And up until this point, I'm like 18 months in, almost every single person I've had on the podcast has been someone that I've known or I've met or has really, really impacted my life. And now I'm building new relationships outside of the circle and it's amazing. And I'm meeting more people and I'm creating more connections and I have more information and amazing women to share with you. And the beautiful part of this is that it's fucking endless and it's going to go on forever because there's so many amazing women out in the world that are doing awesome things. And that shit lights me on fire and I cannot wait. So my first guest of the month is Emma BF. I talked about her in my Instagram stories last week, right after we recorded because I was hot. It was so good. She had me all up on my feminist soapbox and like and was like so good at teaching me so many things and just like getting me in alignment with just like some of my way of thinking and I learned so much from her and the filter that is your experience of life right I just learned so much from her so we talked about imposter syndrome we talked about being she's a leadership coach so we talked about did I not already say that um, we talked about being a leader, obviously a women leader in um, male-dominated industries. She helps women build their leadership skills in tech specifically, but she can take those skills and we can, you know, take them across anyone who's working in a male-dominated industry, which is a lot of people, which is my background, right? So it really, really resonated. We talk about imposter syndrome and why we're not using that word anymore in 2021 and especially not in 2022. So you have to tune in. It's so good. It literally, there's some, um, I would say almost every single person I interview on the podcast shifts me. I learn and I grow good, bad, whatever of ways to up-level myself on my interviewing skills, my podcasting skills, or literally my life skills, business, whatever this is. This one shifted me so much around my fear and what I'm really leaning into around this idea of being curious and building habits. And it really kind of started me off in this little habit journey that I'm on right now. Second 
person that's coming on the pod this month that I'm so fucking pumped about, which I have another funny story that maybe is not going to be funny to you around this. So it's my friend Alyssa Otto from Automatic Threads. So it's an outdoor women's clothing line, right? Made for women, by women, for women who love doing all the outdoor things, right? I love Alyssa. Her fucking energy is so amazing. She's funny as fuck. She's my um, hist- fashion history go-to. She's a true designer in every sense of the word. She designs these clothes. She sews these clothes. They're amazing. She's so awesome. And their branding and their message is so different than a lot of the things that are out there. And I love supporting her. And um it's funny, and this is the funny story, is that we've been internet friends for a while, at least a year, because she supported me in my podcast launch and bought some of the Just Realized lipstick that I launched last year with Jill. And um, and I've supported her through, I remember, I think it was a Black Friday and different things like that. And I've bought different pieces from her business and stuff like that true fucking story literally five minutes before i'm recording this podcast and i hope she's listening and i hope she wrote me back i was like am i pronouncing your name right like holy shit because i specifically remembered this post that she posted around around her name right and like people pronouncing it wrong and all the different versions of it and you know you read someone's name on instagram or we talk on voxer and i hear her voice and like we talk all the time but you see someone's name and you interpret it and you read it however the fuck in your mind. It's kind of like reading a book, right? And like that person's name and how you pronounce it, you just visualize it and you say it internally. And I've never actually said it out loud. And I was like, oh my God, am I pronouncing it right? So I just thought that's like a funny story of how well we can know someone on the internet, but then like not really know them, right? Like not know how tall they are, not know how to pronounce their names. It's like the longest one night stand, right? Like you can have this really intimate experience with someone and not know fucking nothing really about them. So I guess that's the power of and for you. Anyways, I'm super excited about that podcast episode. Um, She's way into the fashion history like I am, which is the psychology behind fashion. It's the why and fashion and style and why we're attracted to what we're attracted to, why people wear what they wear, why things are popular and all of that stuff. So yeah, I love it. And let's see, let's talk about habits. Let's just hop in. Okay. So we've talked about the pod, what's coming out with that. Let's talk about like what the fuck is going on in our lives and just some new things that have been working for me. And um, I just want to share like some steps and things that have been working for me. So I've really been leaning into this idea of habits because I feel like when I'm learning, and I know I've said this once and you're like, stop fucking saying it, running a business is self-development on steroids. What I'm learning is that my habits are everything and like our thoughts are habits and like everything we do is a fucking habit and those habits create our reality, right? Like down to everything, literally, like I just said, like your thoughts, right? So I've been like analyzing this and like tearing this apart. Every time I'm not like feeling amazing, I'm like, what is this? And like, why is this happening? And why do I not feel like this? And like, I have a whole list of shit I try to do when I get in those moments so I can come back out of it. And one of the big things for me is to talk it out loud. I usually try not to start with talking it out loud on the podcast because I really am leaning into this different idea of transparency. 
and what it means for me. And transparency for me is yes, I want you to tell me the real. I want to know how long it took for real. I want to know how much money it took for real. I want to know how deep the pain was for real. But I don't want to see you in the pain. I want you to come and tell me afterwards how you got there, right? Because at the end of the day, I'm really, really trying to focus on what's possible, not like what is. And that's the energy I want to bring to my podcast. I have no problem being transparent and telling exactly how hard everything is, but I also want to share what the fuck is actually possible. And if I've not gotten to the point where I feel like it's possible yet, or I know it's possible in this particular instance, in that moment, then I'm not really interested in sharing it and I'm not really interested in consuming it, right? So I'm really into this idea of building the habits around learning and getting super fucking curious about what is. So a big one that's been coming up for me and always comes up for me and why I don't like to share things in the moment is because I like to hash it out with a couple of people in real life, right? And get my thoughts around it when when I'm in that moment of why the fuck is this kicking up for me? And I don't think anything's wrong with having, I think actually this is the amazing part of community, is having communities offline. Maybe you met these people online. I definitely did. And my community, and the people, I have like a go-to of people. They're all from different walks of life. They're all different variations of close to me. But the reason I like to go to them is because they're all going to give me different pieces of the story that I need to hear, right? I can't always go to my husband. I mean, he is part of that group, but he has a super fucking vested interest in me emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, whatever. Okay. So then he's got that. Then like, what's the next level, right? Then you go to your best friend, then you go to your biz best friend, and then you go to a business acquaintance. And then like, maybe you have that conversation with someone else. I don't know. But I love to hash it out and get all the different perspectives and think on it. So then I can like formulate the habit myself, figure out why it's bothering me, then show up on the podcast with this like amazing perspective in the moment at the time with what I know to share with everybody. So that being said, the one thing that's been kicking up for me, it's kicked up for me all the time. I just really have the insight, a little bit more insight to it lately is Instagram. So my issue isn't actually with Instagram itself. My issue is when I get on Instagram and I feel like, shit, I'm not doing enough. And for me, it triggers around my business, right? And let's just specifically talk about reels because that is my trigger in the moment and the habits I'm trying to create around this. And the kind of like my aha moment that I had this morning and things I've been practicing to get to that. I specifically get triggered around reels, A, because I don't want to fucking make them, B, because I feel like I should, or my business will fail, right? So we all know that that's a story I'm telling myself. And the habit I'm trying to kick there is to like stop living in fucking fear constantly. I think everyone lives in fear to a certain degree, but I'm just stop trying to live it in the space where it holds me back and live in it in the space where like I can look at it and say, okay, what am I learning from this? that was actually a big push out of my conversation with Emma last week that's airing, I think, the week after this, and was like, when that feeling kicks up for me to really dissect it. So I start with going to the people and my crew and being like, yo, why am I feeling like this? Like, what's your perspective on this? How, How does this make you feel? So I can try to dissect it a little bit. But for me, I love Instagram. 
And I hate it at the same time. And I miss it when I'm not on it. But I've noticed like the whole reels conversation, people feel so much pressure by it. And anytime that starts for me, and anytime something becomes mainstream, I immediately have this like back off attitude that I don't want to do. So this is where it came up for me. And I'm going to tell you the tip that got me here to get this clarity in a second. But what came up for me was, if reels are not my priority in the moment, that's okay. Because I dump into this podcast, my heart, my soul, hours a week. That is where I choose to spend my time. Maybe those people who are doing reels don't run a podcast. I don't have to be like them, right? So I really just came to that understanding in that moment of like, duh, for them, it's something different. Also, Instagram is a fucking highlight reel. And that is what we love and fucking hate about it. It is what we're fucking addicted to. And it is what fucking gets us going on our own shit. But what if I start shifting and I say, I, we start shifting how I see that and view them as celebrations. And when I see someone celebrating themselves and highlighting their moment in time, why don't I pause and be grateful and look around and think about the moments in time that I'm creating and that I'm having? Because I'm certainly fucking having them. But when I'm looking at someone else, I tend to forget. So I'm really going to try to build this habit of shifting my mindset. And if I get that moment to pause and say, oh, that's their celebration, right? Not highlight. That's their celebration. Because highlight real to me, triggers me. So I'm going to say, this is their celebration moment. What am I celebrating? Because I have gotten pretty good at celebrating myself privately. So why don't I just keep doing that every time that that comes up for me? So that's a habit I'm going to try to really, really create. Now, the other little things I've done on the back end to get there that I wanted to share with you guys, because it's just been like really working for me, is... I have stopped going on Instagram or posting for my business, for the podcast, whatever, until 1130 because I have not using like any kind of apps or anything to post my content for the business or the podcast. I'm just doing it myself. But what I've noticed happens is then you start scrolling and you start interacting, which of course there's plenty of people on there I love to fucking interact with, but there's also plenty of people in my fucking feed who trigger me that I don't know, right? Or I feel like, damn it, there she goes, posting fucking five reels again. Does she like, fuck, I'm never gonna post a reel, right? So what I've started doing is from 9.30 to 11.30 my time, I do whatever that big, scary, hairy thing is in my life that's a goal. And I use those two hours in the morning after I've meditated, after I've journaled, after I worked out, after I got dressed, all the fucking things that I'm feeling my very best. I use those two hours to do the biggest thing for that day that I don't want to do. Now, people have told me this. Coaches have told me this. I've paid money for people to tell me this and I've never fucking implemented it. Okay, but now I'm actually doing it and God damn it, it works. So 9.30 to 11.30 my time, I am like going after that one big thing or the thing I just need to get done for the week or whatever it is. And I'm doing that. Then I'm getting on Instagram because now I'm not even as prone to getting upset and feeling shitty about seeing someone like killing their marketing plan because I know I've already attacked the biggest thing on my to-do list and it has completely fucking shifted the way I think. And I was doing that for like a week and I was really, really good. And then I was like, like we all do, right? Like you're doing really good. And you're like, oh, just like if I take a day off, no big deal. And of course I did. But then I took another day off and another day off and another day off. And then I started feeling like shit again. And that's how I got to the realization of like what Instagram is for me. So 
I just felt like I wanted to share that one because I feel like that's a big trigger for like a fucking lot of people. And that's that. That's my two cents on it. That's like how I'm building this new habit. And of course, set timers. I have limits set in my settings on my phone that shuts down my social media after I have used it for two hours. Like that's the limit I'm on right now. Sometimes I don't get to that two hours, but if you've ever been on a live with me and it went blank, chances are it's because my time limit was on and I fucking forgot. But those are the habits that I'm building around that. The other habit that some of you may have experienced from me is I've started meditating again, really, really intentionally without any apps and without anything. And this is going to sound dumb, but I make myself sit up (laughs) because I always lie down and then sometimes I fall asleep, especially if I'm not listening to a guided meditation, but I really wanted to tap into meditating on my own. And the reason I say that some of you might be, uh, know this already is because what's happening for me when I meditate and I get really, really still. So for like the first five minutes, like I'm pretty good at like connecting with my breath and I just like say a mantra or like make sure I'm really connected to my breath to try to get into the flow. And then I can usually get in a space where like I'm pretty chill and quiet. And then like, I don't know how long it is, but like maybe for the last two or three minutes, I just get like ideas and pictures pop in my head of things to do or people to connect or uh, call or it could be anything. Sometimes it's business related. Sometimes it's not like literally my sync your style to your cycle guide came through, came to me through meditation. Like the idea to just sit and write it in that moment. And then I started doing it and it just started flowing out of me. So that happened to me like months ago. And I'm really trying to tap back and like use that as a habit, right? So like if I would have just been like, oh yeah, that's a cute idea. And then got up and started doing something different and didn't give my space myself that's fucking like 15 or 20 minutes to write it down. It never would have come to creation. And when I used to hear people say shit like that, it used to fucking trigger the fuck out of me because I was like, shut up. That's not how things are created. <laughs> but it totally happened to me. So now I've got to stop saying that. But anyways... So what's happening is whenever that meditation moment, whatever that thing is, it kicks up for me, I try to hold space in it and either I jot it down right there if it's not something that I need to like work through or I react on it right there. So why I said some of you might know this is because I'm literally just taking the action as it comes. And some of you have gotten some really funny, messy messages from me because there's, like I said, podcasters are your friends. I am reaching out to everybody and just saying the things that are coming up. But that's a big habit for me that I'm really, really, really leaning into. And of course, I have a thousand other habits that I want to form. But I'm trying to just focus on these two because I know myself and I know that if I start focusing on too many, like I will go down the rabbit hole. So that's what I have going on for habits this month, August, basically my goals, but I'm gonna call them my habits. DM me, let me know what's going on for you. And like, what habits do you have coming up? I'd love to know. Now I wanted to share a couple other like quick self-love tools that have been helping me so much and um, that I just felt like I wanted to share. So the first one is, it's actually a book recommendation. So I'll start with the book recommendation. So two books I've read that I fucking love is first one is We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Fucking light and 
fire under my ass. Okay, that book has me going, going, going. I truly believe I'm gonna be a millionaire now from reading the book. Go read it. It's so fun. I just love her energy. If you like mine and this podcast, like to me, it felt really similar, like very fun. Just like get your shit done and like just get it done and have fun. Like, so I loved it. She was like speaking right into my fucking soul. The other book that I read that I also really, really enjoyed was The Magic by the same lady that did The Secret. I think her name was Rhonda. I said, Bren, I should have wrote this shit down. You think I'd be more prepared but I'm not. Um, but it's basically a 28-day gratitude challenge-ish thing, I guess, lifestyle. And I actually signed up for this gratitude challenge, I believe it was 2020, with one of my friends was basically using this book to run the challenge. And I signed up for it and I didn't do shit with it. So I finally read it on my own time when it was right on time. And it actually was really, really good. There's some really good exercise that came out of it. And the one that I wanted to share this month in my style edit was call it a journal prompt if you want to exercise was obviously it's all about being grateful and of course it's always right on time but when chloe got her expander put in it was a really big deal and if you don't know what a fucking expander is go google palette expander and like let your mind fucking be blown it's terrible anyways it was terrible but we came through it and a lot of great things happened and that's with this exercise so i'm reading the book and one of the gratitude challenges was Write down a difficult situation that you're experiencing and then write down 10, 10 great things that came out of it that you're grateful for. Holy fuck was I like, there's no nothing as fucking good has come out of this. But of course it did. When I sat down and wrote down the 10 things that had come out of this seemingly negative situation for me, it was amazing. And that's why I was like, holy fuck, that's how the gratitude works, right? So there's something that you're going through right now. And it could be as small as a palette expander, or it could be as big as a breakup. What are 10 things that are amazing that are going to, or that you've already seen start to come out of this? Like I actually came up with 10. I actually came up with more than 10. Because once I started focusing on the gratitude of it it was so much easier and that has fucking shifted the way I look at everything so speaking of habits right it's all about habits and this is kind of where I got that clarity of like everything really is habits because that was about um god I don't know four to six weeks ago and I still haven't let that go so I definitely wanted to share that with you um a mantra you know there's always gonna be a mantra a mantra that I wanted to share that's been coming up for me is around fear, right? And about my gifts. My business is doing great and I've been booking more and more people at different levels. And I recently booked someone that I was like, why do they need me? They have their shit together. And I had to do a pump me up in the shower. And I actually like surprise myself. And I had this real big moment of clarity of like what my gifts really are. And that kind of set off my mantra that I've been using, because I know it's one that no matter where you are, what you're doing, where you work, if you run a business, if you don't run a business, if you're a mom, if you're not a mom, whatever your shit is, this one will work for you. And the mantra I've really been leaning into and like schmooze it up to make it feel good for you. But my gifts are real and people want me to share them. The 
reason I added, not only are my gifts real, which I think we can all benefit from repeating that over and over to ourselves, but the reason I added and people want me to share them is because they do. People want to know what you're good at because they're not good at them. And if somebody wasn't helping me, I just did a whole goddamn episode about how I can't eat. I don't know how to feed myself, right? To the person that's helping me, it's easy for her. It's simple to her. She sees it in a way that's easy to break it down for someone like me who just like mentally goes into la-la land every time someone's like protein, fat, carbs. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like, I can't. I just like, tell me what the fuck to eat and I will just fucking eat it. I can't think about it, right? And there's plenty of people like, just tell me what the fuck to wear. I'll fucking wear it. But it's so much deeper than that because we have to get really vulnerable and say like, hey, I need help. That's why if you share your gifts and you keep sharing them, you will create a safe space for someone to feel comfortable enough to reach out to you to say, I need your help. Because it's scary to tell someone you need their help. That's why people want you to share your gifts so they know, so they can learn to like you, know you, trust you, so they can reach out to you. Your gifts are real and somebody needs them, no matter what they are. Like I said, this applies to everything. All right, ladies. All right. I'm not done yet. I feel like the episode's winding down, but I have a couple more things in my monthly roundup that I wanted to talk about. So I wanted to talk about two more segments. I want to talk about life upgrades, and then I wanted to riff on style for a few minutes, just like what's going on in the style world. Things that you're seeing that I think are funny and just like FYIs. Um, Life upgrades. Let's talk about this. I'm a product junkie by nature. And I love products. Like, they just make me happy. They serve a purpose, right? But two things I wanted to really lean into, kind of products, kind of not loungewear. So I know we're moving out into the world again. We're living again. I'm actually going to Taco Tuesday tonight. Like, what the fuck? But clearly I'm recording this on a Tuesday, not a Monday. And you're like, bitch, it's Monday that I'm listening to this episode. But you get it, right? Um, going out in the world again. And, or maybe you listen to this on Tuesday and it's aligned. Hey, so we're going out into the world again and doing all the things. One life upgrade, I still don't want you to let fall by the wayside because no matter how much you are in the world again, your home is always going to be your refuge, is your lounge wear and your pajamas. You are a queen. You deserve to look amazing in the house and out of the house. You deserve to look amazing for yourself. So taking my own advice, being like the space I'm in in my life right now, I have totally started to upgrade. I already believe in this a thousand percent. And I do think I have a cute loungewear. But what I've noticed is that the quality and over the years, things get comfortable. And sometimes the reason things are really comfortable is because mm, they've been washed one too many fucking times, okay? So like those shorts that I love from H&M that I've had for 15 years, probably time for an upgrade, right? Because yeah, they're cute and they're comfortable. But are they though? So I still want to encourage you ladies to invest in beautiful quality loungewear because you are a queen. You deserve to feel like the queen, whether you are out in the world being seen or sitting on the couch, stuffing your face with chocolate, doesn't matter do that with those high vibe fucking lounge wear sets, okay? And look fab while you're doing it because you deserve it. Adorn yourself. Also, speaking in the same space is I wanted to talk about my uh, no makeup makeup look, right? 
And you know, for me, this one hits because I love my makeup, right? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love my lipstick. But obviously, I don't fucking wear makeup all the time, right? But I do love it. And it does make me feel good about myself. So on the weekends, when I am like super chill and hanging out, I have like created my little no makeup makeup routine fucking two seconds, right? But it makes it's enough that it just like makes me feel like a badass. So like no matter what, when I go wash my hands in the bathroom or catch my reflection when I'm sitting out sunbathing in my baby pool, whatever it is, I still feel amazing. Or maybe when I'm scrolling through the fucking gram and then I walk in the bathroom, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, bitch, you got this. So my no makeup makeup is super quick. So obviously sunscreen, I wear sunscreen every fucking day on my face. If you don't message me, I will tell you my favorite brands. Super Goop is amazing and it's clean. There's one of them that is definitely clean. So you can look that one up. It's amazing. It's not the one I'm actually using right now, but um, sunscreen first and foremost. Now, I have dealt with hormonal acne for the last like fucking 20 years of my life. So I do have some scars that I'm not super comfortable with. So I'm working on that. So this is what I'm going to now for my like no makeup makeup look. Sunscreen. Check. I brush my beautiful eyebrows. Check. I don't actually put anything on them, but you get why why that's important. Then I dab a little under eye... It's not concealer, but it's like under eye sunscreen that's tinted. And right now, again, you think I'd be more prepared, but I forgot the name of the brand. It came in my birch box. If you DM me, I'll send you a picture. Um, but it has a little tint to it, right? So I dot that underneath my eyes and it just like brightens my eyes up. And I think it's like got some AHA um, exfoliation or hydrolytic acid in it or whatever. It's like make it better. I don't know. I I'm really don't use a lot of eye cream. So I've started putting that underneath my eyes and just brightens it up and it doesn't make me feel as self-conscious about my acne scars. And then I just put on mascara and literal like fucking lip gloss, chapstick, whatever the fuck I have around some goddamn Vaseline that smells like rose roses or whatever the hell it is. And a little t tin in just that. Literally, it takes me five seconds and just with the like under eye brightness, a little bit of lip gloss, well, that's basically because I'm addicted to it. And the mascara, I feel like a whole new woman. Like it just brightens my eyes enough that when I'm looking at myself, like I just feel like the badass that I am. So I wanted to share that with you guys. It doesn't have to be extreme. It doesn't have to be bright fucking pink lipstick. It can be as simple as that. And it is the little things that I'm really trying to lean into the little things, being super intentional with the things that I surround myself with so I can feel amazing. Because to me, that is self-love. And I consider anything that's a physical manifestation of how I feel on the inside on the outside style. So to me, that is the self-love style roundup. But before I let you go, I wanted to talk and riff on style for a minute. If you haven't noticed, and if you haven't, um, you haven't been on any social media lately, but the 90s are back in full force. So like 90s styles are here. They're probably going to be here for a little bit, for around for a while, because this just started creeping up in the last year or so. I've seen people post pictures of like the outfits that remind them of Clueless and all of the things. You also have that really big hip hop vibe that's coming back, like the layered gold chains, ruch uh, ruching in your dresses, 
dad sneakers, all of that fun stuff. It's back. You're not dreaming. And if you're like me, I have like a major love hate with this because I'm like, hold on, how is my high school back in style? How am I old enough that my high school is back in style? But also at the same time, like fucking love it because it's so fun. And now I get to like relive that. But in like my I get to like be in high school, but with my 40 year old mind, like how fucking cool is that? It's like the perfect example of if I could, if I knew then what or if I know now, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say, it's like being that version of myself, but having the wisdom that I have today, right? We always say like, oh man, I wish I would have had this much knowledge at that age, like how different my life would have been. So like, that's what that channels for me. It's like, I still get to be that version of Katie who had fun and who didn't care and who didn't have kids yet and didn't know all the things I thought that I knew about the world, but I get to come back and like do it again and better. So that's how I see it. And then you might've seen some other fun 70s stuff coming back and it is back. So you're not crazy. These things are back. And when I say 70s, like the things that really pop up for me, well, 90s is bringing back your bootcut pants. 70s is definitely bringing back your flare legs. I don't know that the flare legs have ever really gone out of style for me, but they're definitely coming back with a vengeance. And so are those bootcuts, um, but not low rise. It's like the 90s is all about the low rise bootcut. This is how when things come back, it's always a modified version of it. So it's coming back now. It's like the high rise bootcut. So like we learned, hey, bootcuts aren't bad, but we're not going to show our thongs anymore. So that's what I mean. Like when uh, fashion recycles itself and like fashion history and why I'm so fucking into it because it's amazing. But the other big trend from the 70s, if you're seeing magazines or seeing people on TV and you're like, I'm not sure about this is crochet. So like crochet tops, when you think of like crochet flower tops, very 70s, you're probably going to start seeing that in a lot of places and the graphic tee. So like the graphic tee, to me, feels like it really became popular in the 70s with the flare leg jeans. That's definitely, again, I don't know if graphic tees have ever been out of style, but you're really going to see this kind of like retro vibe to that get even bigger and bigger and bigger so that's just like a little style forecast and don't forget we create the trends not the influencers the people create the trends and if someone wears it and we resonate with it that's how it gains the power so don't have to tell yourself that you're not trendy because all trends are are just a reflection of what's going on in our lives and how we feel. It's what we need as a society. It's just where we're at. And I use the example of COVID chic all the time. It's just a reflection of what's going on in our world. It just tells the stories around what's going on socially, what's going on politically, what's going on environmentally, all of those things, we express ourselves through fashion and style. It is art. It is how you express yourself. And it's what I love. I love, 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 love it. So take that in. See that how that sits for you. And if you have any other questions, clearly, I love all of these topics so much. I can talk for fucking 45 minutes straight about it. But if you want to know more, hit me up on Insta, DMs, um, Katie Allen Stylist. Um, go check me out on the website. If you haven't been to my website, it's pretty fucking amazing. If I do say so myself, my um marketing strategist is the bomb. 
but katiejuststyled.com. If you're ready to be more than podcast friends, hit me up and I will talk to you ladies soon. I hope you really enjoyed this month's August the self-love style edit rounds up of all the things that are fucking amazing and giving me life and I hope that I added to your day so have a great day and I will talk to you soon bye